0: It is Thursday, October 22nd. Welcome, everyone, to Living Room Sports Talk. All right, I'm feeling pretty good about this one. I think the audio is working, the video is working. I mean, not that they're happy they're seeing my face per se, but look at this. Here, McCauley, we've got Zach Rothenberger, we've got the great Cole Clunken here joining us in the studio. First timer, oh, yes, all oh, yeah. the way out in, in Roland Park, Kansas, basically Kansas City, Missouri. But you, you got like that hey, detail put in the box there. I'm trying to, you know, I mean, the way i thought i was thinking about doing it i was like oklahoma joe's is just, it's in kansas you got it you got to roll it there
1: got to it's just right around the corner just right there I can, I can smell it i can smell it
0: oh, baby got the z-man that's actually why i started calling you z-man zach oh is that right i swear to god yeah the sandwich that's the place for the sandwich called z-man
2: oh perfect is it good
1: is it good oh my oh, god perfect there we go. I think uh, <laughs> I think Anthony Bourdain said it was one of the 13 things you had to eat before you died on planet Earth. So yeah, it's pretty good.
2: <laughs> Perfect. It's, all right, it's,
0: it's definitely not bad. Let's put it. Let's put it that way. <laughs> um, but I was just picking the good things. Hey, we, we're back on the air. We're, we're rolling. I, you know, it's fine. I'm just like waiting now for like something to pop up in the chat and be like, oh, we can't hear you. We can't see you, and I'll just. <laughs> You're just going to see me flip like the table, the, like everything, just like go, like the Packers lost or something, um, which to me is actually the only silver lining in us not doing the show Monday and Tuesday. Never had to exercise those demons uh, <laughs> at all, but all right, I'll tell you. So let, before, let's dive in the show a little bit, but we got a great one. Well, Thursday Night Football, Zach, I already can see you you know, you're, you're looking at screens, you're repping,
2: what do you feel? Like, before we jump in the show, what, what kind of emotions are rolling through your head right now? I got to know. I've been feeling really good. I, I don't know why. I mean, we have really nothing to show for besides beating the Washington Pathetics. And, uh, you know, but we're rolling in off a win. A win's a win. So I, I hope that we kind of get the mojo going and we can stick it to the Eagles tonight, which it's been a while, but um, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. Oh, look, dude, we got trust already rolling in the chat for you. You know, he's
1: ready
0: to go for the G Men. Oh, perfect. We love yeah. that. Yeah, absolutely. And, and and real quick. So we'll we'll talk Cole real quick. Let me actually give you a real introduction here. I'm not just like, "Oh, it's Cole, by the way. Everyone love Cole, right?" Like <laughs> dude, so, All right, so we go back. First of all, how we became friends is one of the best stories, I think. Like like in the sports world, like that you can you can find, but um but you know what? We we just keep our friendship just kept growing from work and and, and to this day now that we've, you know, taken separate paths. Uh but here we are in the podcasting world, and this is a lot of fun
1: first time. Dude, this has been a long time coming. A long time coming, and uh, we have come a long way from that rain delay at Camden Yard. <laughs> a long way.
0: Oh my God! All right, so should we do that story real quick?
1: I think so. I think all right, so, all right.
0: Probably. So, so we used to work together, right? So we're we're in Baltimore for business, and which is a stone throw for me, obviously. If you can see our geographical, you know, things in the boxes, right? It's not that far from like the Philadelphia area. Uh, for Colts, you know. A hotel and you know an adventure away, but i guess i was staying down there anyway just because you know but anyway so i show up to work you're already, you already beat me there like you're just looking sharper than me like you're ready to go and i'm you're already answering. i'm like i'm getting in there at right at eight o'clock zach he's like answering questions already like just like oh yeah i can help you with that and i'm just like oh this guy like i was like he's like oh god because at least. I was there for the entire week. He was there for the back half and some girl was there the front half and she didn't care at all. So I was just like, so like the vibe was so chill and I'm thinking, Oh my God, he's going to like actually care. Like, you know? And (laughs) so then I'm talking to like the folks there and and I'm saying, you know, Oh yeah. Like, by the way, I'm thinking of going to Cam Yards, And I'm trying to cross that off like uh, my ballpark list. And Cole's like, Oh, like I'm trying to see that too. Like, do you want to go together? And I'm just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be fun, man. So like, (laughs) this is like my like ultimate, like feel around. I'm like, Hey, do you want to like, we meet down at, like, the hotel bar and, like, grab, like, a drink or two and, like, maybe, like, an appetizer or something before we, like, before we go. And I'll never forget there was, like, a special. And we, like, looked at each other and were like, I think we should Uber to the game. We're, like, yeah, I think we should. Um, <laughs> my parents are going to hate this story, by the way. But, uh, but you know, they can appreciate us having an amazing friendship now that blossomed out of this night. But so it is, man. So, yeah, so, so we Uber there, Zach. And we go to Camden Yards. And it was the first ever rain delay I was at. Um, and it rained. So It poured. Yeah. I mean, it poured, uh, the beers were pouring also in the concourse, you know, after, while, while the rain delay was going. So, uh, so the game, uh, do, do we talk about the part where you, we missed each other's seats by a little bit? Or? <laughs> yeah,
1: go for it, man. Go hey, for that's it. You, that's your, that's your, that's your walk. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, so he, he, he thinks that, you know, I was a square, I think when he showed up at work and I, you know, I've got my, my collared shirt on with the, the company logo and everything. I think he walks in thinking like, Oh, you know, I just left this girl who's, super into this job and like super ready to go. And Oh, here I walk in and here's this guy with, you know, the company logo and he's, he's already here. It's, you know, 7am. And so we, you know, we talk, we start talking sports and, we start talking, you know, with the client. Obviously, we're trying to help them as much as we could, but yeah, it, it comes out that we're coming to camp, and you know, like uh, the Indians were in town, so the oh Indians were playing the the Orioles.
0: Horrible game.
1: It was a, it was a terrible game. It was a terrible game, but it was fun. So we went, we Ubered down there, and like after the second or third inning, there was just a massive rain delay, and we decided we were gonna have some fun. We had some fun, and it was probably the. Seventh or the eighth inning. I mean, the game has been restarted. It. I mean, we've been there for five hours at that point.
0: Yeah, it's been a minute.
1: It's been a long time, and um, it was my turn. Actually, we, we got some. I think we bought cheap seats, but we we ended up with some seats down low because we just walked down there, and it wasn't a full a full park that night. I mean, it, it was a Baltimore. <laughs> no, no, it, it was there not. wasn't a ton of people <laughs> it was there. A COVID crowd. Yeah. Let's put the COVID uh, crowd. <laughs> I think I overshot. Our row. If we were row twenty, I think I walked. I, I think I walked to row like seven. I mean, I think I overshot our row by like thirteen rows. And uh, it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad. But I'll tell you what. Um, as bad as it was, you know, it definitely like made a good friend out of that night. So. Oh.
0: That's awesome. And, then, and to, to end the night, so we're Ubering back and we're asking the, the Uber driver, like, by the way, like we're in Baltimore, like anywhere you can get like a good meal, like we're expecting like some type of seafood place, like along the Harbor or whatever. And he goes, if you want to get the best Italian food, the Olive Garden, <laughs> the I'm <like> biting down <laughs> my hand in the cab because, you know, or the Uber or whatever, because I oh. worked there in college. And anyone watching the show knows I have nothing positive to say about that place, but nevertheless, uh, I hope that guy enjoys it. I mean at least someone in this world has to, I guess, right? <laughs> what time was, yeah, we, was
2: was it like um, a
0: seven o'clock game? Yeah, it was yeah, it so was
1: this, a late this, Uber. This was probably like midnight.
0: Yeah. It,
2: it the game was
1: It was a long game because of the because of the rain delay and you know, we're we're hungry. We've we've been drinking a little bit and <laughs> like, hey man, like where can we get some really good food? <laughs> he was like, and, and his, oh my God, that was one of the worst tumors I've ever been the in. The like, pride before. he had in
0: his tone, too, Man. about the Olive Garden. But he was it's just like, like, it's sickening. It's dude, like you just gotta day. go
1: to the Olive Garden like we had never heard of it before. <laughs> the
0: Olive Garden. yeah. Um, awesome. So we, so we got a great show for everyone. So Thursday Night Football's tonight, so we'll obviously dive into a lot of that um, earlier in the show. And then we got uh, we got even the little NFL lightning round in the back of the show. And then... Cole, you're rocking your Razorbacks. We're going to talk college football, which I feel like we haven't done enough, Zach. I feel like there's, like, especially well, hey, between a two-week hiatus and then the, you know, the audio not working this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're, we're really rolling along here. Um, but yeah, a lot of good stuff, and the chat's already rolling, which we love. Um, and <clears throat> as we always do, let's start off the show with a little clickbait cleanup. So Zach, do you want to kick us off?
2: Yeah, let's do it. So this came out like two weeks ago, but then it resurfaced again today for some reason. And, you know, it's. ESPN is at it again they say the king wants his respect you know yet again you know LeBron James I guess the, the king well, the king um, wants his respect and Kieran last time I checked and, and Cole do do like legends demand respect or is it just kind of like it's earned right you don't you don't just get get it you got to earn it and when someone keeps beating his chest I want my respect you're not gonna get it like come on it's just it angers me every time I see it. And it seems like I see it every other day.
1: I'm totally with you. Uh, LeBron grinds my gears more than any other professional athlete. Uh, and <laughs> Love it's, it. No, it's, you know, he is that good. He is generational talent good. And all of the off-field stuff with the politics and with the demand for respect, it just takes away from what he does on the court. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's super hard to like him. And, and so I, I totally agree with you
0: and, yeah. and here let me jump in on that with with lebron a little bit because i feel like we rip him but let's like actually like get in there for a second i, I think for for me personally right like there's two things and i felt like what was really cool about watching the last dance was it, it brought to light a lot of kind of basically the contrast to me of like why he's not the greatest of all time mm-hmm. and, and the two things that stick out to me right one you look at how Michael Jordan stuck it out. He said, "We're changing the t- like. We're going to grind this team up until it gets to like molded into the way I want." Which is like, and and I'm not like like, and this is why it's kind of fifty fifty. And then like LeBron left, he left to go win his rings, right? Like, and there's, I mean, you have to knock him for that. And it's yeah. not like he left to go play with like the Process Sixers or something, right? Like, I mean, to make that super team, right? Like, so all right, there's that. And then the other half of it to to right some off the court stuff. I feel like. Here's the thing, right? Like with him, it's just like, it's, I just wish people, you know, I'll I'll use this as an example, right? Because it's fine. I'm trying to like walk on eggshells here and say, say what I want to say correctly. Jason Whitlock wrote a really good column on the, on outkick.com. And he was talking about um, that Malcolm X uh, autobiography that LeBron James said he was reading or allegedly said he was reading. Right. And when he was asked about it, LeBron had a response about what the book was about and this article basically said what he said was completely wrong and that this guy actually read the book three times Whitlock, that is and right and he's basically said this is what this chapter was about this is what this chapter is about like he's based, and so i guess my point with lebron like i just feel like much like the media how like a lot of things are just said and i don't know how much is true i don't know how much like how true like it's just and and how much he's put on that that platform mm-hmm. to say those things right like because everyone's like oh we gotta show up and listen it's like but it, it everyone's got to make sure like you got to do your own fact checking right like so i don't know that's my whole thing with him and i mm-hmm. think look and to add it to the last stance, i guess my point is michael jordan said look I, i'm not knowledgeable in all these things right like i have my own opinions i try to do what's best for for society in the world and, and and right in the community but he just said like, i'm not also going to overstep if i feel like i'm not in the territory where i feel comfortable talking about things which i just respected because i think in a sense that's right how we should all live and staying right i don't know agree
1: yeah i don't know i think we're he, really
0: going there i love this we're, we're cooking now
1: <laughs> i think he wants to be muhammad ali and have that generational impact and he just doesn't come across like that i mean that's my opinion that's perfect that's, that's a way a better but
0: I, I had to like just go around the merry-go-round and you just nailed it in like a sentence and a half <laughs> <laughs> um all right so, so to that point call you're a butter on the roll you want to go next to your cookbait?
1: Yeah, sure. So, uh, Mike Clickbait, um, Roddy White, who, who is he? He's still a Falcons receiver, right? I mean, is he still on the team? I, I have no idea. Uh, so he, he retired.
0: C2L. He retired. I'm trying to think how many years it was. Made, like three or four. I'm thinking okay. it like, so, when did Rodney White retire from football? Rodney White
1: retired in 2005. No, no that's, not not right yeah, see, that's not the right guy. Yeah, that's not the right guy. Come on, you're better but, than that. But 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 anyway, that that speaks to my point. He's irrelevant right uh he said (laughs) he said that uh that trevor lawrence should stay in college if the jets have the number one overall pick um just because the jets are that type of organization i completely disagree with this take um look trevor lawrence is 20 21 at most you only have a certain number of years in your athletic prime to go and make your money, to go and make your legacy in the NFL. And the Jets are not historically the Cleveland Browns. I mean, this is, we're not talking about the worst franchise in NFL history here. Um, They're not that bad of a franchise. And I I mean, they went seven and nine last year and Adam Gase, if the, if the trajectory continues this year, they're, I mean, he's going to be gone. So you have Trevor. Oh, Mark, he's gone. But, yeah, he's, he's gone. gone. I, like, I he's, he, he is
0: so gone. He's like the person survivor when there's like, they're like, like if there's 10 people voting, like the eighth person's like, I'm voting for this. Like, like gone, like see ya.
1: He's, he's way gone. I to get that so, out.
0: Sorry. I been building two weeks of us not doing the show call. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, he's gone. And so you have a guy who's a, a generational talent. I mean, I don't know that we've seen a better quarterback in college for, the last couple of years he's going to go 1-1 overall to the Jets if the Jets are over right you're going to have a new head coach why don't you mean, I mean maybe they offer the head coaching spot to Dabo bring Dabo with him I don't know but it, I, I just think it's a terrible take to tell a generational talented quarterback not to go 1-1 overall in the NFL draft within the most violent sport on planet earth where the injury potential is there I think Trevor Lawrence regardless of what the Jets do this year and regardless of what Clemson does this year he needs to go he needs to go to the NFL he needs to get drafted one of, one of, one of one get his bag and you know what he's in the largest media market on planet Earth in one of the largest franchises on planet earth he just needs to go and turn it around and he's going to be an NFL legend I, I, I don't understand the take that he should stay in college when he has nothing left to prove in college what does he have left to prove at Clemson he's already won the national championship Put up 73 points on Georgia Tech last week, a conference game. Um, he's regarded as the best quarterback in college football for the last two years. What does he have left? Go to the NFL, get the money, go to the biggest media market in the NFL, and and lead the Jets back to prominence. I, I, I just don't see why. Uh, this take is terrible. That's all I'm trying to say.
0: And it's a challenge, right? I mean, like, like think, it, like, think of it like if it was one of us, right? Like, and everyone's like, oh, well, he can't actually save that team. You're thinking you can save that team if you think you're – like, you should be able to believe. Like, you should be believing yourself. And I'm not – like, and obviously, I'm not calling out Trouble because he's obviously not the one saying that. But, yeah. like, from, a, like, a person, like, viewing this, wouldn't you say, like – like, no one does that.
1: No. I mean, he's a competitor. He's an athlete. You want the challenge, right? You want that challenge. And you know what? He should walk across – the draft stage with the Joe Namath fur coat on and just own it. He should own it.
2: I completely agree. I was going to say, you know, apparently LeBron has put this thing in people's and athletes mind that they don't like challenge, that he doesn't like a challenge. He just goes somewhere. When he right. <laughs> brings his buddies with him. So that's where this is coming from, in my opinion. And Roddy White is doing this to be relevant again, because we all forgot about him clearly.
1: And I, love what the I, I didn't even that. know he retired.
0: So, Right. Yeah, I, I love what the chats going right now. Saying the king's a pretender. Oh yeah, and look, look the new guy's awesome on <laughs> it. saying. I love the, y'all the little kudos in there. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll tell you. And I'll do mine too. So we're speaking of uh, hacks, right? And the, I feel like I've been like a negative host tonight. Um, I'm going for uh, I'm going for it today. I've never been a Bob Costas guy, but he attacked me right where it hurt, and 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 I'll tell you tell you where um, or when I should say so uh, it's probably a few days ago. I've been saving this one and I call, I was telling you about this. So I guess he was on CNN speaking of, like we were talking about the news, but, um, but anyway, so he was on CNN and he said with Don Lim that college football is a mindless obsession. And I think he was honestly, and I listened to it. I think really in general, he was just kind of referring to football in general as a mindless obsession. I'm like, first of all, nice, nice to pay there, Bob. Um, uh, but, but second of all, uh, <laughs> That's the sport that made you kind of fit. I mean, obviously baseball is. It's just like, why are you biting the hand that feeds you? First of all, you don't actually. You're just trying to cater to an audience that's that's listening to that 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 vertical. It, it just to me, it's it's just so hypocritical. And you know, and the other thing is, it's because he got booted out of the Ring of Honor and in, uh in the little Sunday Night Football ring, if you will, the NBC like little inner circle. And and now and now he's just spewing venom, and I I just hate it. It's because you know he doesn't actually mean that. And and I also think he's overrated. Like, while we're at it, I'm not, like, right? Like, everyone's like, oh, Bob Costas. It's like, yeah, but what does he actually do that's so well? If he's on MLB Network calling those random-ass games on, like, a Tuesday, it's like, am I really sitting there and be like, oh, thank God Bob Costas is calling the Pirates and the Blue Jays? Like, no.
1: (laughs) No, it's not that interesting. Honestly, the the last thing I can remember about Bob Costas, like, when you say Bob Costas, the first thing that pops in my head is, like, I think it was the 2012 Olympics where he had pink eye in London. (laughs) That's the only thing I remember about him. I mean, he, he he calls the Olympics, but when it comes to football or when it comes to, to any relevant sport here in the United States, I, he's not relevant.
0: It's not good. It's not good. No. Um, but I'll do it. Let's let's. To that point, look at this. We're 20 minutes in. I feel like well, that's, a, that's a record for before we got into Thursday Night football chatter, Zach. Um, but I'll tell you, look at that. And you know, I love what the chat was saying. Uh, yeah, the chat is lit right now. I love it. you um, tired. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, I love that. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I kind of. I mean, he's irrelevant, so he might as well be right. So, um, but let's let's get to football. So I'm looking over right now the NFL Network's on the old TV screen over there to the old right of me, and uh, Zachary, uh, this is your soapbox. Take it. Breathe it in, right? We got Eagles fans, we got Giants fans in the chat. We got we got people like Cole and I just wearing red, just rocking out. He's got the good football team in college and the and the, and the Razorbacks. I got the team that that can't be Navy, but but nonetheless, um, take it away and and tell me what what emotions are you feeling right now? When not to be that guy, the Eagles and Giants are a combined two nine and one right now, but yet they they're on the cusp of uh, taking uh, the, the reins of the NFC East.
2: Yeah. I mean, regardless of the record, you know, getting the playoffs one option is obviously winning your division. So our division is God awful right now. And, but Hey, in order for us to get in, our only hope is, is weighing the division at this rate. Um, I know everyone is laughing at this game, but in reality, it's a very crucial division divisional game for us in order to try to get into that, you know, to chase for that division title. And it's still, it's still early on. I mean, who's to say we can't put a little run together. Um, I'm optimistic. I'm not going to be too optimistic and say we're going to go finish 11 and five or anything like that. But, um, you know, after stringing a win together last week, it wasn't pretty by any means, but riding a wave where you finally get your first win under new head coach, hopefully that can kind of, hopefully this short week actually benefits us in that perspective because we'll still be, you know, on this high, especially against a rival like Philadelphia. You know, they've had our number. We haven't beat them in four years. So which is pretty pathetic. And I'm hoping that changes tonight.
0: So I got some, all right. So, and and we talked about this this morning. I was texting you a little bit and Cole, oh, you, that's just, it's, a, it, you know how it goes with the sports chatter nonstop, even through the workday, mm-hmm. but I got some numbers for you, Zach. Oh, no. I don't know if you'll like them, but I'm not, I'm okay. not even trying to like be that guy. I, I want you to, to to chew through them and let's see where we go with it. But so I'll start with this, right? So, okay. Yeah. Let's put the numbers. They're not good. So you've lost, I actually, it's six straight, I think. Right.
2: Yeah. I think it's six I believe, straight. So six
0: straight. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Three straight years and you've lost 11 to 12 to them. Yeah. That's not good. I don't think you beat Doug Peterson at all.
2: No. Cause our last win came in um, like November of 2016, I think.
0: Is that the Chip Kelly, Pat Shermer game? Like where Chip Kelly got fired and then Pat Shermer was the head coach of the Eagles. That, maybe. And it was maybe up in the Meadowlands. It might have been, 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 but at, nevertheless, never All right. So personally, like when we start dissecting this, this Thursday night game, right. Whether you're someone that just wants to bet on it, right. Like anything, I'm just, you know, trying to cater to every audience. Yeah. Um, just, I got all the numbers here for you from every side of this game that you want to look at. I think it starts though, the smoking gun to me, right? It's it's the Giants offense. Yeah. Or or lack thereof, right? This year. Now I, yeah. I I'm gonna ask you the question, but I'm gonna throw some things to make you maybe address as I ask you what is up with them, right? Yeah. That's the general question I'm asking. But right, okay. So this is one of the stats I found most interesting. Daniel Jones so far has three passing touchdowns. He eclipsed that. Four times, like in four different games last year, he threw like three or more touchdown passes. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, okay, like so that's that's a little lopsided. And then, right, they're ranked thirty first right now in offense. They're thirtieth in yards and or third. They're thirtieth in rushing, thirtieth in passing, thirty first in points per game, thirty second or last in total yards. Um, It's so basically. uh, like that's not like that's we're not saying like oh they're 27th or 26th like they're they're back there in the pack right like you're a horse guy they're, they're back there like so so why if i'm just the i'm not trying to challenge you i'm just saying why would i turn this tv on and believe that they're going to win this game
2: yeah i think um i think part of the reason why the offense has struggled so much and i'm not an excuse maker by any means but i think a large part of it which we've seen with other teams how they've started off slow and started to catch their stride was because of the lack of a, of a preseason under new coaching staffs and, and things of that nature. I think, you know, Jason Garrett, I think, I think he's a decent offensive coordinator, but so far it hasn't shown yet. I think Daniel Jones is still getting kind of used to that, that system and what he's asking of him. Um, But I think what's going to keep us in this game and what's going to eventually push us over and hopefully get this win is our, our defense, honestly. And another side note is the Eagles defense has not been playing very well at all. So I'm hoping that we kind of use some of this momentum against a poor defense and hopefully uh good old Danny dimes has himself a day, but we'll see. I mean, we're getting Sterling Shepard back, which I mean, he's not a number one wide receiver by any means, but at least it's another weapon at at his disposal. Cause golden Tate is clearly non-existent. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, so let me, let me throw this at you. And, and first of all, Cole, l- let me, let me test. Let me, let me ask you, cause I'm, I'm curious up here. I was giving you a little debrief. I was like up here in like Pennsylvania, especially on the East. Like, I mean, it's just, and you, and to be fair, you know, the, the Northeast corridor a good bit between family being up here, right. Your, your brother went to to Naval Academy. You've also, oh, thank you for his service. Like that, that was <laughs> one of the best videos I've ever seen, by the way, at your rehearsal dinner when he was, t- Oh my God, that was awesome. But so shout out to Brad, but like that, dude, that was awesome.
1: Um, no, and also- it's, uh, he, yeah, he's, he's awesome. He's actually back stateside. He lives in Jacksonville now. So
0: he's not going to Jaguars games. I hope cause they're, they're awful to watch
1: no 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 i don't think so i don't gotta make sure
0: he's safe and sound right like yeah that's (laughs) um but but right so looking real quick at the giants so first of all let me add one other thing one other thing and you're talking about the defense but let me add a staple i think just as much as it's important it just i'm like trying to get this like stat out because i'm proud of finding it just as much as it's important that your defense plays well i've saw that since saquon went out which was essentially the, right at the start of the season, right? The beginning of week two and week one was, was a mess against the Steelers. Daniel Jones, is your leading rusher.
2: Yep. That's, I mean, do you feel good about that? I mean, like, like where, where are you with that? I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel good um, about that. I, oh, I we like subscription,
0: it. by the way. We gotta love that.
2: Oh, there we go. Yeah. Oh, Thanks. deep
0: plug. Yeah. Oh yeah. Woo. Oh, loves the, I love this. This is great. Yeah. This, is the, oh, this is one of the best shows we've had. Uh, um, but sorry, just keep going with, with your Danny Dimes chatter. My bad. Yeah. I
2: like that he can run. Cause you know, obviously over the last, you know, 16, 15, 16 years, we never had a quarterback who could really run or was a threat running. So, um, I, I like that about him. I don't want him to be our leading rusher, obviously. Um, you know, I think part of the reason that is as well is I think our offensive line is starting to get their their footing, um, and I think we we didn't really have a number one back until you know now we have Devontae Freeman and he's he's showing some spurts here or there, not a stud by any means like he used to be, but better than you know Wayne Gallman or Deion Lewis as your lead back. So um, I think that's a large part of it, but I, I think Freeman's gonna you'll see that eclipse Daniel Jones hopefully.
0: All right, well, well, let's look at the defense first. uh defense here for a second. It's funny because Cole and I. We can, we can empathize with you. Um, we're Packers fans, so we haven't seen a really great defense in, in a minute. Uh, but your defenses look good, but I, but I feel like, and, and tell me if I'm wrong, but I feel like the Giants' defense has been stops the run, pass has been iffy,
2: especially on third down. Yeah, it's third down. I mean, James Bradbury is having a hell of a season to start. I think he has two or three interceptions already, So a ton of pass deflections. I think he's ranked one of the top three or four cornerbacks right now in the league, uh, which – I was surprised to find out, but he's been playing great. Uh, Logan Ryan's been a good addition, and Leonard Williams is actually playing like he knows how to play football, unlike last year for us. So, so that's cool too. Um, now I'm, I'm hoping I'm hoping they can stop Wentz. I mean, you know, Wentz hasn't been been playing his best football lately, and I think, I think, think he
0: start. I think he could. I think he can turn the corner though. I mean, what do you? Well, let me ask you this, Cole, real quick. Jump in here for a second. What do you? I want just. we're just going to be like the ESPN segment here for a second, just completely out of the Northeast. You're in the Midwest, complete opinion. What do you think of Daniel Jones right now? Like, let's say he's on your team, right? Daniel Jones, Carson Wentz, like what what do you feel about both these quarterbacks right now?
1: I feel like Carson Wentz is, is more maligned in the media than Daniel Jones is overall. But I, I think Carson Wentz is, if I'm, if I'm drafting, I think I'm picking Carson Wentz over Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is – I mean, you you said it, Karen. He's the leading rusher for the Giants right now because Saquon's out. Um, I think he's doing everything he can. But like I said, I think if I'm drafting a team, I'm picking Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz is the better quarterback than Daniel Jones. And I think
0: it's so – the Eagles are such a bizarre team because like the. They always seem like right when their backs are up against the wall, they actually come through. Which, which to me, it that's always so bad. Va- and I like, so right, like I, every time I want to say Doug Peterson's a good coach, right? They then they lose, and I'm like, like, all right, I don't know, right? Here, here they are, what one four and one. But then on the flip side, then he's the guy also taking Boston Scott, Greg Ward Jr., Josh Perkins last year in the playoffs. So I told you this act too, and I, and, I, and what do you think of this? I feel like this is a, to the blueprint for tonight's game was last year's late Monday night game. A lot of injuries, right? Teams were a little bit down. Like, so what What do you feel um, – Just, I mean, do you feel it's going to be kind of same style, same matchup, or what?
2: Yeah, no, I, I can see it playing out that way. I mean, if it's the same game I'm thinking of, we started off with like a 17-point lead, I think, going into halftime, and then we blow it. Um, I don't know, man. Of course I'm biased. I mean, look at me. I'm wearing the Eli Manning jersey and a Giants hat. But <laughs> – you know, I, I really think that our defense has Im- improved significantly. I know the third down woes are still there a little bit, but I, because of the players, like I mentioned, I think we're, we're getting better there. Um, I think our defense is going to really hold them, and I just have a weird feeling. I know this isn't the best ana- analyst's opinion here, if you want to call it that. I think Daniel Jones is going to have a decent day. I don't think Darius Slay has anything on Darius Slayton. Well, word fun there um
0: oh yeah that is that is that little little spaghetti (laughs) SpaghettiOs right there yeah
2: yeah you know i I really don't but i don't know i'm a big ride the emotions guy and and ride the the vibes for teams and i just feel like the giants have that and the eagles don't i think the eagles lost by two points last week yeah to the ravens but that was kind of a fake score in my opinion they they the ravens kind of let them limp back into the game
0: right right they kind of just score time score time get out of
2: there right I, i know what you mean that type of game um And and keep in mind, everyone. I gotta say this: everyone on like NFL Network and every you know station in the world is saying, "Oh, the Eagles have lost some tough games, you know, to like tough opponents." Like we've had a pretty similar schedule to them. We lost to Steelers. Eagles lost to Steelers. Uh, We lost to the Rams. Eagles lost to the Rams. Like we played some tough teams as well and lost. They were fairly close games for most of most of the game, and we're not getting that credit. The Eagles are for some reason, but
1: that's a good point
2: too. Go ahead, Cole.
1: Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you yeah, off. Yeah, no, 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 no. So Zach, Zach, I'm curious to ask, like, mm. with the state of the division, I mean, the Cowboys are are leading with two wins. Mm. Is does this game tonight mean anything at the end of the year right now? I mean, obviously the Cowboys are scoring a mm. ton of points, but they lost Dak Prescott. Mm. You know, I don't know that they're gonna score that many points and their defense is just absolutely atrocious. So does this game actually matter? I mean, if the Giants win this game, do you think this puts them on a path to win the NFC East?
2: I think, I think it does matter a lot um, from a divisional perspective, just because of how close it is. And like the tiebreakers and all that good stuff with seating and jockeying towards the end of the year. Uh, But I think it does more for, like, the confidence of the team. Like, if we can string the other two wins in a row, I think it could really propel them. I'm not going to say they're going on a six-game winning streak or anything, but I just think it could really propel them. And the same thing for the Eagles, honestly. This is a game that either team should be able to win. But at the end of the day, it's it's going to be – we'll see what happens. And, uh, yeah, no, I think it absolutely does does mean something for sure.
0: I think sometimes we get lost in the weeds of, like, if it's, like, it's good to lose, right? Like, it's still early. Like, we're, we're just – turning the like first quarter of the season and the division is on the line. And I get you can look at this from different angles, right? Like, are you a team that has a lot of bad contracts? You're old and like, you probably need to blow the team up because they're not performing. Right. Like there's, I get there's different avenues of this conversation, but at the same point, and Zach, I was saying this to to DeBeltran yesterday and, and kind of you a little bit. I think why the giants need to win this game is because, you need to st- and i'm not trying to be that guy you need to start winning like you need to start winning some games like right like you can start like you can it's, uh, look i'm a sixers fan right like I, I can tell you about the process i can tell you about what it's like to pick in the top you know a few picks every year for for years in a row so and, and you can too you're a Knicks fan so well actually know because they always screw you in the lottery so you can't actually relate but anyway hey, sorry yeah, we don't even get to that point again yeah, not to throw you under the bus there but yeah. But to that point, right, like, and like, at some point, you need to say, like, when are we moving in the dry, right? Because like, it's easy to just always get lost in the conversation. Oh, top five pick, we're just stacking picks. Like, yeah, but you're like, but football's too. You can go quicker in football, right? I mean, look mm-hmm. at the Packers, and I know like Aaron Rodgers. Uh, but, but, hey, they they went six nine and one, right? They went seven and nine the year before that. And everyone that year, when Lafleur took over, was like, "Who knows if this guy's even good? He's a first-year head coach, right?" And they go thirteen and three. So I'm like, my and there's other teams that have done that model. The Bears won the division the first year they hired Matt Nagy, right? Doug Peterson won the Super Bowl. Uh, what was it? Second year in? I mean, so you, like my point is, you can spin quick, right? Like, and I just don't want you to get lost in this whole idea of not you, you, but like as the fans. Like that's why I think it's important if you can win this game and start thinking about winning a division winning next week because it's an important game to win right like just all those thoughts and those juices that haven't really been flown in new york in the last few years i think that's important for you guys
2: yeah no 100 percent. we need to get back in the new york groove as uh that song says <laughs> so no we need it badly i think a lot of people's jobs are going to be on the line not, not necessarily the coaching staff, but talking about mr uh, david gettleman so we'll see something needs to change we need to kind of get back into that winning culture but um yeah, Karen. There was a there was a question in the chat about uh, I think Trust said it. Boston Scott, start or set tonight? I'll ask you this oh, I
0: think you start him. It's actually fun. I was going to say, can, let's talk about the Eagles. Not to be that guy. I feel like we've kind of been just like hammering the Giants lens in, really. in this it's in this game. No, I so I think so. Trust. I think that's a great question in the chat. I think. I think Boston Scott's going to have a good game. I think his over under for like rushing and receiving RSA was like 76 and a half. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, especially you're a PPR league. I think it's a great call. I think he can get 10 to 15 to maybe even 20 points. if He scores like a touchdown or two. Um, And to that point, right. I think Doug Peterson's very good at kind of like he comes from the Andy retreat and Cole, you can relate to this, right? You said, Jess, your wife's a Chiefs fan, right? Like you're, you're, you're an honorary Chiefs fan living out there. Um, Andy Reid's the master of the screen game master of simplifying right like Matt Moore we saw you were at the game last year when the Packers played them on Sunday night football when Matt Moore was starting and everyone kind of knew like well Andy will set him up for success right like Doug Peterson seems to thrive in these situations when there's not enough guys and simplifying the game plan almost and taking it over and running with it and I think Boston Keys or Boston Scott is one of the key I'm like almost like Francis Scott Key and Boston Scott boss scott is the key to i think unlocking the eagles offense tonight i saw a stat about um oh no i was about to say i remember like half of it but it was a good stat about how if he touches the ball 10 more 10 times or more how much success the eagles have on offense i and i it's like great stat, karen i'd say <laughs> but but to that point i feel like that's what they need to go travis bowen has been great right he's been a really good story for them um greg ward jr obviously needs to step up and then. Deshaun you know,
2: John-
0: playing, right? Yeah, yeah, and Lane Johnson's going to give it a go. So so that's kind of where I'm at with this team. I I think you just like, and you know, I mean, you have told me before how anytime they're down and out, they always come back.
2: Yeah. No, I, I think Boston Scott, I mean, and putting it in perspective here, Antonio Gibson put up, I think it was seven or eight points against the Giants last week without a touchdown. I think Scott can get a touchdown on top of that. So giving you 14 points around that. Like oh, yeah. In the end zone, but not maybe. Not okay, hold me no, 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 no. Give me
0: more than just a little, a, a very general fantasy take here. What, what do you think? All right. All right. I'll, I'll like spoon feed it to you as a Giants fan. Because I know, I know the emotions are flowing here. We're an hour away from kickoff. Are you scared of Carson Wentz? Are you, what are you scared of if this offense attacking you? I know you're coughing in your defense, right? But, uh, so I'll be that guy for a second where I'll mesh the segments together. They're 31st out of 32 teams on getting off the field on third down. That sucks, dude. I'm not trying to be that guy. That's really that's like, hey, I'm looking to lose, and it's like, well, your quarterback's turned the ball over every single start except one last year, and your defense is 31st out of 32. And I'm not like, I'm not trying to be that guy, but I'm just like, Jesus Christ, that's an uphill slope to get on. Like, how are you supposed to win games when you have like those two horrible variables spinning in your eyes? Like, I so sorry, I'm not. I'm just trying to
2: like even. We, can, we can only get this. better. If we're, if we're 31st. We can only get better from there, right? <laughs> no, that's um, no, a good point. And it's, <laughs> yeah, it's alarming. <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's alarming when um, you have Carson Wentz, who he can make plays happen. You know, he hasn't been the most accurate quarterback as we've seen this year, but it doesn't mean he can't string string a good game. You know, and he's, he's a scrambler. He, he can get out of the pocket and make a play happen on third and freaking 20, probably. You know, so yeah, it is alarming. But. Um, you know, we'll see what happens. He hasn't really been himself this year, as far as I've seen. So, for our sake, let's hope this, let's hope that continues. <laughs> I'm really I, showing my I bias could, tonight. It's it, no, it's funny.
0: I've never seen you like this on this show before, and I love. I, I honestly, I love it. I, I well, I know. Honestly, I, I, you know, I love it. I like you're, <laughs> it, because you know what? I know you care, and like yeah. in a world where everyone's kind of like just like laughing at this game and snarking at it and saying like two nine and one between the two teams, like whatever. You believe in this team. You believe in your coach. Right? Like that's you gotta believe. That's that's I, I liked I like the belief. Like you gotta be a little biased. That's fine. That's why I'm here to kind of even Steven it up a little bit.
2: kool Red. I've drank the red. I've drank the Kool-Aid since like first grade. So, you know, I'm I'm blacked out at this point in time.
1: <laughs> I love it. Wait, you know, can I ask a question real quick? How did two boys from the Philadelphia area, neither of you? are Eagles fans. What happened?
2: Mm. Yeah, so my mom's side of the family is from New York, so that rubbed off on me for football. So Fair enough. Yeah, Yeah. mine's
0: mine's not as exciting. I walked downstairs or upstairs or whatever TV it was when I was like four or five asking my dad, you know, like what we're watching. He said the Super Bowl biggest game in sports and asked him who we're rooting for between the Packers and Patriots and he said the Packers and I said, great. And that was the team. And, Thanks, and I just recognized the G, and I would cut out their helmets like in the inquiry and like in all sorts of stuff. And they just kind of thought I'd outgrow it. And I, I, uh, I never did. So a lot of bullying. Worth <laughs> the twenty six was not a good time. Not just kind of not a lot of bullying, but no, it's been fun. Honestly, I feel like it's it's a little bit. I I get where you're coming from. Obviously, you guys are all rivals. See, for me being a third kind of third party, you know, whatever out here, it's you know, yeah, I know. I got the whole got the whole thing. cole, got the yeah, whole setup good.
1: here.
0: <laughs> I love it. Um. All right, but I'll, let me ask you this: what, what let's let's look real quick in uh, the old betting circuits about this game here, right? So, not that this mat like I'm not a guy that cares about these stats. I really I'm not, but but I I did see these things, and I don't know if this like sways your opinions on how this game's going to go. But I saw that the under, which I think was it started about forty three and a half, and it's moved to forty five. The unders have hit eight out of the last ten games uh, in Philadelphia that these two teams have met up in. And also, the under has hit in eight of the last ten games for the Eagles. That being said, the overs hit in two of the last three. So, I don't know. I don't know what that means. And also, the Giants are three and zero against the spread. Albeit they've lost all three games, but they're three and zero on the road against the spread, which they're plus four and a half tonight. And the Eagles are zero three as a favorite. So, and I don't know. I got. I got more if you want to. So, the Giants are. 19 and seven against the spread in road games and they're 17 and five. And they're in this is like go dating back to the last 22 as road dogs. So like basically you, they show up in these types of games, I think is what Las Vegas and betters are trying to say. And, and the Eagles haven't maybe been as good, but I don't, but I, honestly, I feel like we've been just kind of like casually looking at it, like throughout the week, just chatting about it. And it looks like everything. And you even said this, Zach, kind of, as we jumped on the air that everything's kind of pointing towards the Eagles. So like riddle me to all this and, and Cole you too you know ah it's, I hope Colin's watching because I know I know he can chew on a segment like he knows he's looking on all these numbers like I know he's got his thumbs on on some kind of betting application down there in Texas like oh I, you know he does he does
1: <laughs> go for that
2: no no i was say Cole take it away because I'm just gonna tell you to take the Giants money line so <laughs> uh,
1: I mean I was gonna take the Giants plus four and a half but. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't pay enough attention to Giants and Eagles football to be able to tell you something super intelligent about this game. Um, but if you look at the Giants' last two games, I think they're almost there. I mean, it, it has been a, a, marked different, uh, a markedly different team the last two weeks than it has the prior three. So um, I don't know that the Giants went out right, but I do think they cover for sure.
2: Mm. Yeah, that was one of my picks on the site too tonight. Was Giants plus four and a half? I like you said. If they don't win, it's going to be close. Uh, these games typically, when they they mean something like this one does, at least you know to me, those two teams, um, I, I it could be a field goal game easily or a four pointer if someone misses. It.
0: I, I was saying that to Joji. I'm telling you, I have this feeling in my bones that this game. I don't know. I, I kind of think maybe the Giants. My prediction is 23-22 Giants. But I think it's going to rest on the banks of a game winning field goal, one way or the other. Yeah, uh, you guys, especially there, I feel like more often than not it's them winning on those. But I feel like you both had a little bit of drama there. Yeah, down at the link, game-winning field goals, important prime-time type games.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, exactly. It always comes down to that um, in, in this this rivalry divisional game. Um, it really does. And a couple other bets I have out there, if you want to hear them, Karen, for the prop bets. Oh yeah, Props. prop them up, prop the prop the good folks watching the show up a little bit. Yeah. So Richard Rodgers, the tight end for the uh, the Eagles. So we know Wentz loves his tight ends, right? And Ertz and Goddard, both of them, obviously, they're out. And his over-under for receptions was only three and a half. I mean, to me, that's, like, alarmingly low, but I would still take the over because he's probably going to get a little five yards you know, across. Dude, the- I,
0: I like over 30 and a half for reception, or, uh, receiving yards, too. So I, I, we're all on
2: that same – I, I kind of like that, Yeah, yeah. And then um, the other one I had was uh, Darius Slayton, over 52 and a half yards receiving. Okay.
0: Yards. Yeah. yeah.
2: He's always, he's always good for like at least three or four catches. And one of those is, is plus 20 yards easily. So you string maybe two of those together a couple, you know, you're get You'll get it.
0: Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, it's funny. I was actually just, I was thinking about something here for a second. You got two meaningful games here coming up here, Zachary. And uh, 48 hours from now, your college football, your alma mater Penn state. Hits the gridiron in the Big Ten, that is, in cold. Now we're now those eyes are lighting up because I yeah, oh it, it's exactly. You really just need to sit down and just like learn everything about college football and like a very unbiased, just straight to like just like like just straight to the matterhorn, like right, like perfect. It's like oh, I love that question. I always say that like in Wolf of Wall Street when he's on the boat, but never mind, all Right, whatever. But anyway, uh, college football, uh, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm getting excited about this game too. Cause I can just feel all the energy. Everyone's coming back from happy hour. I can hear, Oh yeah. I'm, I can hear it. Like the, Oh yeah. Everyone's ready to go. Uh, but big tens back. Right. So Cole, let me ask you, I'm going to kick you off. Like, what do you kind of think about this almost California start? That's my, that's what they call it in track where there was like that delayed, if you will start, what do you feel about this, like rolling out start with college football this whole year in general? Like you're the college football don in our in our world. What are you feeling?
1: It's interesting. Um, I think it's it's telling that you know there's been a, three of the five power conferences have been playing for at least four weeks now, and I think only a couple, a handful of games have been canceled. So, I mean, retrospectively looking at this, I wish the Big Ten had started at the end of September when the SEC did. I wish the Pac-12 had started uh, when the SEC did. But, I mean, hey, look, it's kind of like teased us a little bit over the weeks. Um, you know, we're kind of getting a little rollout. We got a couple of Big 12 games at the, at the very beginning and then a couple of ACC games, and then the SEC started. Now we're all starting to put it together. So um, it has been a good teaser to actually get a full college football season. But honestly – I'm just happy that it's happening at all. I'm happy that the Big, Den, uh, the Big Ten and the Pac-12 reversed their decisions and actually decided to play. It's going to be interesting. I mean, every, everybody's season's been modified. A lot of the non-conference games are not being played, and I'm super happy that um, everyone's going to end up playing. I hope everyone stays safe and, and healthy and everything like that. But as a spectator and as a, as a huge fan, I'm, I'm super happy that everyone's actually starting um, in the next couple of weeks, so
0: it's funny. And as a spectator, I, I can bring a smile to your face here. I look; it's already coming, and it's fine. Just you know, coincidentally, we're basically wearing the same colors. But I would joke around. It's I told you after your wedding, I, I basically became an honorary Arkansas fan just after meeting all your boys and your family and stuff. Like I'm oh in, and it's you're like the you're the almost like the big brother of Temple. Where I'm like, you're not supposed to win, but you can win, <laughs> and you're just but you're actually like playing meaningful games, not in the American Conference. You're actually in the big boys one, the SEC, but. Right there was a lot of lot of a lot of trash talk on the Hogs this year, and they're they're turning some heads, right? I mean, the the stats would say they're they're doing much better, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> yeah, no doubt. So, um, I mean, the last two seasons we have gone two and ten. In the prior hundred years of Arkansas football, we have never gone two and ten before in our entire program existence, and so. To be two and two right now, at this point, um, we just hired a new coach. We can, the guy that went two and 10 twice. Uh, he's now the offensive coordinator at Auburn. And if you look at Auburn, their offense is just God awful right now, which is kind of funny. But, um, so we have a new coaches here. We're two and two. We actually should be three and one. I don't know if you guys saw the debacle that happened at Auburn last weekend. Mm -hmm. Um, Dude, I'm what the chat's saying. It's a new no fly zone in Fayetteville. Whew, your defense it, is rolling it, right now. It, it, we had six picks last week. Two pick sixes against Ole Miss, who the previous week had scored uh, not scored more points, but put up more yards on an Alabama SEC defense than ever in history. Um, and we had six picks last week. We lead the nation in picks right now with ten. Um, two pick sixes last week. It is just fun. I mean, uh, I just saw you know the video on the Twitch number seventeen. Uh, his name's Hudson Clark. The guy had three picks. He's a walk-on. He doesn't even have a scholarship, so oh my God. it's just it's just unbelievable right now. Every time last week, I thought we were out of the game—not out of the game, but I thought we were. Uh, Ole Miss was going to come back. It uh, we we picked off another path, and it was just incredible. So, to had your video point, of it has
0: two just like freaking out. Like I have gotten hands those, think was that the, the fourth or third interception. Good God, <laughs>
1: look at like, yeah, I think that was the third, and and you know it's it's just. It's that one right there yeah it's just a, a, a stark cont- uh, contrast from them coming off the Alabama game where they scored 48 points like almost 700 yards of offense and then they throw six picks and he he never changed quarterbacks I don't know what he was doing but over anything honestly the Hogs are just fun right now it I'm having a ton of fun just watching them and uh you know, I would I would encourage anybody on here whether you're from That's Pennsylvania or you know, Northeast I love, I love whatever.
0: The chat, I, see this is Did what I love chat you up? got everyone's even they're saying they're saying you guys are trash and you got lucky in the Auburn game.
1: <laughs> oh, we got lucky in the Auburn game. I don't know about that. Um, so we were down we were down 17 nothing and we ended up coming back in the second half. We took a 28-27 lead and uh, they missed a field goal, so they 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 missed a, it was a pretty pretty well the chip shot field goal and then um they drove down the field again we're still up 28 27 couple minutes left in the fourth and their quarterback bonick spikes the ball backwards i don't know if you guys saw that Did, are, are you guys so, familiar with this? I,
0: you know the worst part i actually forgot to check up on this because i knew something happened but i was too busy thinking about the packers not winning the next day and yeah. i just kind of got like side sidetracked <laughs> like
1: yeah, so, so so you know they're they're spiking the ball. They're they're pretty close, they're probably inside the twenty. I mean they're in the red zone for sure. Uh the quarterback takes the snap, he fumbles the snap, he picks the ball up, turns around and spikes it, just like he was supposed to anyway, and spiked it backwards. So the referees <laughs> the referees blow the whistle dead. There is a clear recovery. One of our defenders like broke through the line, went and picked the ball up. And the rule states that if the whistle's blown, there has to be an immediate and clear recovery, right? So they did determine that he threw the ball backwards. We covered the ball, right? We got the ball and they still, there, there's a video of the uh, the white hat referee looking into the screen and just like shaking his head, like, mm, man, I can't really turn this call over. It's unbelievable. So they said that it, they basically admitted that it was, uh, they screwed it up. And I get that, like, it was. Pro- I've never seen that before in a football game. Um, never seen it in my life in a football game before. A quarterback spikes it backwards I've never so I can heard get that the. Uh, <laughs> I haven't either. So I get the the initial mistake. I totally get it. But then to go to the the replay and actually watch it and to see that he did throw the ball backwards, we did recover the ball and to still give the ball to Auburn. They ended up kicking a field goal and beating us by two. It's just like. What do you do? Anyway, so we're, and it's been widely acknowledged. I've seen a couple of people like prominent ESPN people post like the Hawks are three and one. Uh, We had not won a conference game uh, since 2017. So we've won three conference games. If you include the Auburn game, um, which was just a fluke. Mm -hmm. So so we've won three conference games in out of four and we haven't won a, a conference game since 2017. I'm having fun, man. I'm having a lot of fun.
0: Well, I was gonna say you gotta you gotta enjoy the ride a little bit, right?
1: Oh man, uh, no, I have not enjoyed the ride. <laughs> no, not this, should... no, no, not up until this point. No, that's no, <laughs> yeah, 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 no, I have that's, not that's enjoyed like, uh... tower of terror,
0: that, that kind of ride. Um, yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Right, let's look at the whole landscape of college football here for a second, too, right? Um, I got a few thoughts that I'll, I'll kind of pick your brain about, right? So the first one is who's the team that you feel like was, who stood out maybe a little bit like above the pack, right? Is there anyone that you feel like is maybe head and shoulders separating themselves at all?
1: Um, I mean, this is super cliche, but I, I don't know how to avoid how good Clemson looks. Um, I mean head and shoulders above the rest of the competition on both sides of the ball. Um, And then also Alabama. I mean, Alabama's defense has been very suspect this year, more suspect than before. Uh, But their offense right now is just clicking. Um, And so, I mean, I hate to say it because I feel like it's year after year after year, but based on the Power Five conferences that have played right now and all the teams that have played, I mean, I don't see how Alabama and Clemson are not on a path to meet in the championship game again.
0: And I'm looking – yeah, so um, this is interesting too about that Mizzou-Auburn game a few years ago, how they ruled the opposite way. You hate yes. that inconsistency. I'll throw that yeah, out there. A,
1: well, and, and you can even look um, – you're talking about the backwards fumble still. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah, can even I'm just, look. I'm,
0: I'm commenting in the chat. I was just seeing that. Yeah. Thing. I'm just kind of – Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. I know yeah. Zach right now is probably about to have a panic attack because he's about to go to war in, like, 15 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> he he's ready. Like he's, dude, just go get some, like, eye black or something. Just, like, paint, like, the Bryce Harper, like, triangles and just be like, Oh, us go like yeah.
2: Or yeah. like the guy from uh, the program where he just does his whole face, like, in you know um, – forget his name.
0: You know the movie, The Program? No, actually, I
2: don't. Never mind. All
0: right, hold Time out. We're doing that segment right now, then. We have to do that segment right now, which is fitting because there's not too much time left in the show. We're just completely... Whoop! All right. I'm going to circle. Real, real quick. We're going like 60 seconds before I jump into this movie thing. Uh, Real quick. Is Notre Dame real, by the way, Cole?
1: I don't know. Um, we'll see in two weeks. I think in two weeks, they play Clemson. I think that'll be the... That'll be when we really know. I mean, they just, they've won at home by five to Louisville. I don't know that Louisville is anything special this year. They're um, not.
0: <laughs> they're not. Yeah, I mean, I mean, my buddy, my buddy Nick, um, the one, yeah. Like down in Kentucky, he's a huge cards fan. And, and he was, he was saying they're not, they're not real.
1: <laughs> yeah. No, I I don't know. We'll know. We'll know on November 7th when they play Clemson. I mean, that's, that's the real answer.
0: All right. But I'll say it. Speaking
2: of movies, right. Wait. So what was the movie you were saying again? Yeah, and the chat loves it too. The program. James Kahn. He's the head coach of the football, the football team. Um, Omar Epps is the running
1: back.
0: I've never heard of this movie. Have you seen this one? Dude. Right, I, it?
1: I am not. I, I have right, seen my dad. That's my dad in the chat, by the way. Chirping, oh, I love it. I, chirping, I love chirping, it. So. Oh, I love it.
0: Oh yes. Oh, Mr. Uh, Perry, absolutely. Let's uh, that, 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 go. Not.
2: Well, I have. If he say it's a great movie, I gotta go watch it. It's like a mid nineties, I think, movie. It's it's good. I like it a lot. It's about a yeah college football team. It's all set. It's good.
0: All right, so let me ask you. This. Speaking of movies, I haven't seen. I was actually thinking about this the other day. Are there like? I feel like everyone has one of these. Is there a movie that everyone's seen? I'm going to throw my sister under the bus even. I love her to death. Rocky was hers. I remember she's a movie buff and she she likes sports and she's like, I've never seen that action. I was like, what? Like I almost had like a, like a stroke like years ago when she told me that, but is there a movie for you that you've kind of shamefully have to admit you've never seen before that everyone's seen?
2: Yeah. um, For me, it's uh, the Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I haven't Never seen, seen either. it either. Oh, oh that's, God. That's a bad oh, I, one. I feel worse that's now. One. Oh, I thought that was a good one. I thought it was like a conversation.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying it's a great movie. It's bad that you haven't seen it. <laughs> uh, I was going to say. Oh, yeah. so you have seen it? Yes. Oh, yeah. Great movie.
0: I, I just know the quote. I miss my pal Andy. Like, But that's, that's mm-hmm. all I know.
1: <laughs> that was <laughs> pretty good. That was pretty good.
0: <laughs> um, but, CP, what about you?
1: Uh, well, since I can see my dad commenting on my other screen, I know, uh, I know I'm know i about to get killed for this one, but I have, uh, I have, I've I I've have had the opportunity to watch it. It's been on TV a lot, but I have never sat down and watched Saving Private Ryan. What? Ooh. All right, I'm, I'm done. I, how the hell am I supposed to follow <laughs> this up? I'm never coming I'm back never on the show. The I'm done. Dude, we did
0: a whole segment on like how the NFC East last year was like them and like how like the, the troops like one by one going down and like how the Eagles we were saying was the guy was saying like I need more morphine like because they were I all, like
1: I don't yeah I don't know why like, we're
0: doing that so we even had Kansas City vibes that day on the show
1: I don't know if it's like the uh, the emotional burden I know that I'm gonna get from watching it but and I've had the opportunity it's been on Netflix or one of the Dude, streaming, streaming services forever first of all
0: you got to watch like just, the like the non TV version it. but. It's, mm-hmm. yeah. it's like one of my favorite it's like
1: top three movies for me. I know. And I've never watched it. <laughs> Dude,
0: how am I supposed to follow this up? Like Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> like oh, here we go, everyone. I've never seen Back to the Future before. Like, like
2: Oh, I've I never God. seen that either. So.
0: I either. <laughs> really? Seriously? Oh, I feel better about myself it actually.
2: It just looks dumb to me.
0: Yeah, like Everyone was like oh like the door and like the Cubs were supposed to win the World Series and what was it, a year off from like when you know it was supposed to be in the movie mm-hmm. I don't know like and the music and like Huey and Lewis or was a Huey uh Huey Lewis Huey Lewis in the, Lewis Lewis and the, and the news. news that's it yeah sorry I mean to that point I mean they had, like one song but yeah I I don't know I am
2: not I don't know. So, I have no
0: itch to see it.
2: Yeah. So here's something, question for both of you. Do you find that, like, if someone is in your face, like, oh, dude, you have to watch this movie, you have to watch it, like, you tend to just not watch it because of that? Or is that, or is it the opposite?
1: Depends on the movie.
0: Depends on the sale to me. Like, right Yeah. The, so I'll add to that. I, you know what I hate the most? I hate when people go, have you ever seen this movie? And you're like, no. And they're like, well, there's this really funny part where there's this guy, and it's just like, I, I haven't seen it. Like, I like. I'm not gonna like digest it in the humorous way that you did when you saw it. Like, like you explaining it to me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. That's yeah. that's just my little pet peeve. No,
1: I agree. I agree. Yeah, it depends on the movie, and it depends on the seller. Like, it depends on who's trying to get you to to, to watch it. So,
0: Zach, I'm gonna duck.
2: I've never seen The Godfather. Like, well, <laughs> in the chat, they're saying they've never seen The Godfather either. So, mm. oh, all right, yeah, there we go. Yeah,
1: I feel but, better. You right, got, you got to watch The Godfather.
0: Yeah. Alright, well so We gotta watch some football too. So real quick, so my prediction is 23
2: 22 What do you what do you guys feel on?
1: 31 cover.
2: Giants cover. I like that. 31 23,
0: Giants. Oh, and the overheads the yep. offensive bonanza. <laughs> oh, I love it. All right. So real quick, um, before we jump off the air, we want to th- first of all, what's they the chat? That was a that was a great was chat awesome. tonight. A lot, of, a lot of good mojo. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so we want to thank everyone for for checking out the show tonight. And real quick, so for anyone that's checking us out for the first time, um, and you know, real quick, real, I actually forgot to do this. this We're supposed to be our Mojo Monday, Zach. But shout out to Doc Emmerich. Like, 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 oh my god, like amazing career. Right, I mean, you just like, the tweet says it all right there. And anyone that's listening to us later on down the road in the audio episode, um, thirty seven fifty. I can actually read that like an adult 3750 professional Olympic games, a hundred uh, different verbs used to describe passer shot, which I heard that's insane how he does that 22 different Stanley cup finals. Uh, doc Emmerich obviously retiring and, and, it's funny. So I actually don't know if I ever told the story to you, Zach. I, and I definitely didn't do it to the show. But so when I was in college, so this is a little tidbit before we jump on the air or jump off the air and you can get ready for more. Uh, so I actually had an internship at NBC. And anytime the NHL and NBC came to Philadelphia for a Flyers home game on like a Sunday afternoon or like a night game on the weekdays, uh, I would go down there and like be a stringer. And like it basically you're there for like 12 hours and just getting coffee or doing whatever. But one of my jobs up until and through the game was to pick them up, the broadcasters at the airport. Drop them off, and then Lily really just be kind of like their guy, and just be like, "You need coffee? You need food? Like, I like I'll get whatever." The nicest human being you could ever meet. For like, like he'd chat hockey with you, like as you're driving, like him up to the arena. And when we would get there, the coolest things, I, like I, like because they always would tell me he loved coffee, so I'd always get him. And every time you get him coffee, you'd be like, "Oh, like you don't have to do that." Like, "Oh no, like it's fine." Guy drinks, like, almost an entire box of Joe, by the way, calling a game, which I thought was unreal. <laughs> it was incredible. And I remember asking him, like, 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 I can stand where I be. I was like, where do you want me to stand so I can be, like, at the ready for you? And he was like, oh, just, like, sit wherever and in the press box. Like, just enjoy the game. And it was, like, so cool. He's like, hey, just enjoy it. Like, I'm good. Like, he's like, I don't know. I like, if you need, like, I'll let you know if I need anything, like, in the intermissions. And I was like, all right. Like, like the man. Like, the nicest guy. So, so hats off to Doc on an awesome career. And,
2: yeah, just great stuff he, he probably has one of the most iconic um, broadcasting voices of all time especially in hockey. that's when I watch hockey I think his voice plays oh yeah yeah
0: it's fantasy do they have that down there in Arkansas on like do they, they watch hockey <laughs> No
1: no no we don't not not a ton. <laughs>
0: it's all right it's all right we, we got the shout out covered but but real quick while we're covering things let's uh, let's cover if anyone wants to check us out down in the future if you want to follow us just hit that heart to the left the little purple heart. And, uh, speaking of state Prime Ryan, and then if, uh, you want to click to the right there, you can subscribe. It's free. If you have Amazon prime, uh, and if not, it's only four 99. So we always make the joke Cole. If you don't want to get that last course night at mosaic, you know, at like one fifty five, if you're in Kansas city, just don't <laughs> just subscribe to us instead. It's much better. And if uh, you want to also check us out on Spotify and iTunes, uh, those options are available as well. So you can check us out there and follow us. Um, and then you can also check us out on social media, Instagram, Twitter, and Reddit at underscore get sidetracked. Yeah, if you're not watching us on Twitch right now, and this is in the future and you're listening to us, you can check us out on Twitch at twitch.tv slash underscore sidetracked. And make sure you follow us uh, on our website, wwwget sidetrackcom where Zach's got his picks. He's ready to go. He's ready. I mean, I'm looking at Fox right now. I, like, what hype level. Like, is it third down? Third down! Third down! Thursday,
2: <laughs> so we're, we're past that. It's like third down at the goal line. It's actually fourth and goal. It's fourth and goal right now here at the it's one. It's gonna
0: be fun. It's gonna be a fun time. So, Cole, what was it like on your first podcasting uh adventure here in the living room? Did you have a good time?
1: Oh, um, I loved it. It's
0: like a I'm having a blast. Jeff, fun? Did you like us? Like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what am I supposed to say? No, <laughs> no, no, no. I've had a blast. Hope you guys invite me back for sure, dude.
0: Oh, you're always <laughs> you're always welcoming that. The real living room and this one as well. Um, and the chat was awesome. Like, this was a lot of fun. I oh, want yeah. to thank everyone also for the subscriptions and oh yeah yeah. Be plug it doing one subscribing to us. Oh yeah, we we love it. We really appreciate all the love and support tonight.
2: Yeah. No. Thanks everyone. It was great. And uh, let's see what we got in store tonight.
0: Yeah. You got uh, anything to take us out, Zach? With a little, a little positivity.
2: <clears throat> well, I had I had a pick for some UFC action this weekend. Some off the wall little things. Oh, all- lay
0: it on the fine folks need to hear this.
2: <laughs> Bye night. Yeah. Yeah, so UFC four on Saturday we got a uh, K- Habib and uh, Justin Gaethje. Um, Habib is like minus three fifty money line right now, but uh, I think Gaethje can pull off the upset. He's like plus two eighty five. So, so let's r- go for the underdog Rocky story. Let's hit it. I love it. Cold I love as it. I think, also-
1: I think I think I think Habib like murders bears in his sleep. So no, I think Habib takes this one. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't know that he anyway. loses. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's the best way to put it. He really does. He's uh, terrifying.
0: Awesome, we love it. So we'll recap the games next Monday. We'll be back on the air uh, at seven o'clock Eastern Time, six o'clock Central, uh, and recap all the games from this past weekend. And Cole, dude, we gotta get that. We gotta get that W. We gotta get back on the right track at the Packers. That defense was a, uh, uh, last weekend. So let's get back on track.
1: We will. We will.
0: All right, I love it. I love it. So we want to thank everyone for watching. We hope everyone has a great weekend, and we'll see everyone in the living room back here at 7 o'clock on Monday. Cheers, everyone.